Hey, we're Blender Style, and we know how to break the deadlock. On this episode, Maximum the Hormone, Buiki Kasu, released in 2007. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, gentlemen. That's how you pronounce it. So this is Maximum the Hormones' third album, second album with their current lineup. Um, This was the first album to chart on the Oricon charts, debuted at number five, and stayed there for um, 78 weeks. The what charts? The Oricon, which is like the Japanese top top Uh, charts. Oh, okay. This Japanese band. Yeah, so I got into them. uh, I sent you guys a link to a video that I got into probably in 2015 or 16. A uh, really there. good song. Um, and that kind of sent me down this wormhole. And for the longest time, they weren't on any streaming sites or anything. And so it took me a while. And this album finally popped up on Spotify. And I figured now's a good time to uh, review some Maximum the Hormone. So well, you picked cool. this because it's on. It's yeah, the only one that's yeah, on. Yeah, so I would have. Well, I think they now. have a couple more now on there. But at the time when I picked it, this was the only one on there. Um, so I just I kind of want to throw it out there. Uh, originally, they had a different singer and a different bass player, and their first album was a release. They wrote all the lyrics in English, and then uh, after the first album, the bass player and the singer left, and then. Uh, uh, Maximum the Ryokan mm-hmm. came in on guitar. And uh, Yu Chan came on as came in as bass, uh, and Maximum the Ryokan and Neo are brother and sister. Oh no shit! So the drummer and the guitar player are brother and sister. Uh, and from what I understand, Maximum the Ryokan writes and writes all the words and the music for this. So the only thing I know about Maximum the Hormone was I listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, some metal podcast and they were raving about this band being like really good live yeah and i for some reason thought they were canadian <laughs> way off yeah a little bit other side of the globe which i agree with you i've seen like one or two live videos and they seem like they have a lot of energy and stuff but it's hard to find anything about this band that's like the downfall of this this band they seem to not do a lot of stuff outside of japan um mm. so they played like i think their last tour in america was like 10 years ago or more uh, it was a long time ago um and they played a couple festivals and then they i think they played not fest or something and then they haven't been back since um what's funny is is i like didn't realize i had heard this band before but i i heard uh on death note okay the akaji or whatever okay okay i actually had heard that on uh the show death note yeah and uh you watch death note yeah Oh, cool! Yep. I'm not like way into. I'm not. I'm not into. I'm not like way into anime and stuff like that. But I do appreciate it, and there are some series that I have like followed. Yeah, so I did not know one. this about you. So they we've actually, been doing this. Hold up, we've been doing this shit for over two years. Yeah, almost three years. Now. And I've known you like most my adult life. I didn't know you fucking watched Death Note. We, bro. He's like an onion, Attack bro. Attack on Titan. We'll Peel those layers back. Like, you know, like, 
I like ICP. I like wrestling. I like <laughs> you're like I like low quality content. <laughs> yeah. So they actually do a quite quite a few um, uh, anime intro songs. Um, so oh, okay. So I guess there's a couple new ones that they did. I caught that too. In my research yeah. is that they do music um, for anime, which I kind of feel like that's where their their more westernly like presence is known because of like people in the western that's how they like penetrate the western yeah, yeah, audience but i feel like they have the, the you've been penetrated those parts are like the weaker parts for me myself well i and i agree and i feel like this band is good enough to where if they wanted to tour they could but i think maybe just logistically it's hard what to do. do you like about this i like the um add affliction that it it solves it's for all me. over it's the... all over the place there's um there's this really cool mix of like death metal and punk and ska and funk. It's like boombastic. It's very all over the place. But I it's, wrote down, I hear all subcultures. Yeah. It, it's, ska. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, punk, hardcore. Let hardcore. me ask you something. So you've been talking about this on our show, and I think doing this show, we're researching more and more music. And you said there's like a world genre, a genre yeah, that kind of like... Yeah, Go this is the thing I kind of don't like about it. Like when it when it has me, all of a sudden it'll jump into a pond of bullshit. You know, <laughs> uh, you know you're like you're you're like digging it and like you know heavy riff or anything, and and then all of a sudden it'll just go into something that I'm like completely turned yeah. off on. So the multi-genre part of it kind of bugs. Yeah, like I like it. you know I made DD with some of my shit too, but yeah, it's just it's just not. Like there's a, there's, I don't really like the actual like the anime sounding like Japan. I don't know how there's to, there's like it, a very Japanese culture kind of feel to this. As a point. I like the Japanese culture. And no, like, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying like it'll go from heavy to like this <laughs> very uh, that's kind my beef of, like, with it. I don't so know this what's is going what on. I like actually about like Japan and like Japan is like totally like hardcore and like punk culture is like out there for sure you know mm -hmm. and that's what i love about this band is obviously these and these guys have been doing it what like for fucking years oh for a long time yeah, yeah. uh i love that it is collective and it's all like different types of like extreme music mm -hmm. but it's just like all like it, i don't think everything goes well with and that's what I yeah. hate about newer things. Is it's like, like trying to climb everything into. It's too many different things. I yeah. get it. So, so they're kind of known in in from what I've read, they're kind of known as in the Japanese culture of being kind of crude, um, because they don't follow that stereotypical like proper um, thing, like track eleven. Shoot, uh, what is it? Um, choo choo love. Lovely Mooney Mooney oh, yeah. Mara Pura Pura Baran Nirat Rio Rio. So they're saying some nasty shit. Is based off like a bunch of Japanese slang, meaning like the the sound of a kiss, uh, the sound of someone squeezing something soft, the sound of uh, being horny, the sound of. Uh, this is offensive or something. I guess it is over there, uh, or it's just not kosher, maybe. I don't know that it's necessarily offensive because doesn't Japan it's have like, like love color. hotels and stuff? But yeah, maybe it's just off color or something. Um, Which is kind of rad they're that the they're Nurgle fucking around. of Japan. <laughs> but, but at the same time, like, they, oh, they... in Poland, they hate Catholicism. <laughs> I'm going to go for that easy target. Yeah, like low hate. These guys but... are like, oh shit, don't touch yourself softly on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. I feel like I feel like they don't necessarily. 
they don't, they don't necessarily uh, do it. Moon. They don't necessarily do it to throw themselves out there and be like offensive, but they do it because that's what their fans are into, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Their fans are into Sailor Moon, is what oh. I got from that. Well, their fans are into anime. Obviously, they have like three or four uh, anime titles. Sailor Moon. But Sailor I mean, Moon if you think about it, like what they are taking from is like some of that grindcore stuff and oh, some yeah. of that D beat stuff. Uh, like discharge and like I hear some of that underground shit with involved in with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just polished a little bit more. And then also like the similarity to system of a down is, it's, it's, just, it's uncanny. I, mean, I think this is more coheed and Cambria than a system of a down. I, no. I, I, I'm with Nathan. I think it's like the, the chains up, the change ups are totally there with system of down, but at the same time, I don't think system of down goes quite as heavy as these guys do at points, but at the same time, on the wow. counter, I don't uh, feel the system of down goes as prog pump punk or prog pump or punky or whatever as these guys do at time. I think I their agree. extremes on the heavy side and on the lighter side are more are are more wider. extreme. Yeah, more extreme than what System of Down does. Um the guitar tone and like the distortion for only having one guitar on this is really good throughout the whole album. I, I really like it. Um the drums are great. The bass is my favorite part of this whole album. Like the slapping and shit and the plucking that he does is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to hear. It's is it like, kind of new metal? It's kind, and that's the thing. It's kind of like this. It has like this, this red hot chili peppers plucky, yeah, please say, playing like bass funk, or whatever, funky, funky metal. kind of thing going on, but under a depth, yeah, yeah, it does with like these metal overtones. And and one thing that I gotta say is like Instead it's hard. Like nuclear power, just like talking about Japan. Yeah, it, nuclear it, power trio. It's kind of it's like, crazy. And then like the thing that always gets me about them is when you do find a video of them, they have the coolest band shirts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, facts, dude. Yeah, you showed us some videos, and I was just like, "He's wearing oh. a napalm death shirt." One of them, and I was like, "Seriously?" Yeah, they definitely know, like, they're influenced by some underground shit. It's almost like Max from like Sepultura. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, I, he's I, always been influenced by the underground. You know, and I feel like and the these fact guys that, are definitely that they're influenced, influenced by, by it and they just throw it out there, and they don't really care. They're not trying to fit a genre. Is I think what really draws me to them is because they don't. They're not trying to be a metal band. They're not trying to be a punk band. They're not trying to be. They're just trying to be Maximum the Hormone, mm-hmm. which is cool as fuck to me. Uh, I get that, and yeah. I get why they have a good fan base. I feel like they they have oh, a following, yeah. and I, I respect that for sure. I feel like mm-hmm. these guys have the potential to be like in Nathan's a, a world band if they branch out of Japan. I feel like there there's a lot of followers from other countries that are really into them, but they just they don't really explore that thing where bands like Love Bites or or uh, even when we watched um, uh, Hannaby and, and things like that at Aftershock, they really try to branch out and, and get these other international fans. Um, and this band is just totally content doing their, their thing and, and being a Japanese band, which is cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty rad. Nice. Interesting pick. So the other thing that I really like about this band is like everybody in this band takes like a chance to sing some part of it, which is really cool. Uh, I, I like the interaction between all the different vocalists and stuff. I think there's a song uh, on a later album. I don't even know if it's on an album, but they released a single when they when they left their record label and signed to Warner Music um, where they pretty much bid farewell. And the, the guy who sings, um, he's playing drums and the drummer's singing uh that's oh they switch and they and that's their farewell to their record label and their announcement that they're signed to warner (laughs) records now which is kind of cool uh i don't love it if i can be honest you know why 
Because you don't give anything a chance, Matt. I listen to this a lot, uh-huh. and uh, I give it a 2.6 out of 5. Okay. I don't get it. Uh, it's just it's mostly annoying it really? is like interesting like i've never heard anything that sounds like this <laughs> and it is heavy and like like if i heard it in public i'd be stoked on it uh but i just now is it just the like the change-ups between songs that there's no continuity between it that does it or and it's like the goofy ass shit that's going okay. on like the you. wacky yeah. i i get that like some of the goofy shit i'm like oh it's, it's stupid but at the same time i'm kind of like well that's kind of what the thing is and if you if you look at like some of the weird shit they do it makes sense but at the same time for an album you're just like really i think this is one of those bands if you like see them while they're doing it mm-hmm. it adds a lot yeah maybe it makes it's like an album guar kind of, it's guar is kind of like that yeah yeah i think guar works better if you can see it well like the and that's a, you understand what guar is doing because yeah yeah so. i mean there's just some parts in this that i feel like are like i'm 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 watching a pg movie <laughs> you know so like i feel kind of weird like watching it or listening to it without a child next to me <laughs> you know like <laughs> am i listening to the you know am yeah, i yeah. watching blippy without my son <laughs> like i really love this show and you know those parts i don't like yeah but i do like some of the heavier parts um I just hate that I'll like love it and then all of a sudden I'll just fucking hate it. Yeah. You know, and that upsets me. So I give it a 3.2. Nice. That's Did I give my shit too early? No, because we'll just keep that I gave my shit too early thing afterwards. Mm. No, no, you're fine. So uh, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I love it. I love what it does for my ADD. Uh, I think some of their newer shit is way better. Um, that song you sent us, is that newer than this? I think that is newer than this okay. one. Okay. Um, that's good. That means this was released in what? Nine, 2007. Yeah. yeah. And I think the one I sent you is from like 2015. Okay. Oh, damn. Um, I like that way more than this. I thought that was actually before this. No, Me too. Um, I love the mixture of like the different genres of music and the transitions between mm-hmm. them, which I think is really cool. But uh, I, I do. I, I think their later stuff is, is way better than this. This is a great album, but I feel like their later stuff is more, I'll check more it like, out. cohesive and stuff. So. Hopefully it's on Spotify and we can check it out. I think they actually have like three or four albums on Spotify now. I think or so. Or get the record and we'll uh, come over and check it out. I would, but I can't even find a freaking shirt from these guys. Because I've been trying to buy one for years. Keep looking, homeboy. I've been trying. I've even looked on eBay. I don't want to buy one that I don't know. It's not authentic and going to the band. Authentic. Authentic. I appreciate your yeah. fandom. I appreciate your authenticity. That was Maximum the Hormone. Ikikasu. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Tell us what you think. See you next week. Hemblend. If you're suffering from hemorrhoids.